Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you are facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. I heard my pastor say this years ago, and it had such an impact on me that it has literally stuck with me ever since he said it. He said, big dreams and small dreams cost you the same, your life. Then he went on to share a story of a professional U.S. golfer. He said, and this is me totally paraphrasing the story, He said, a king invited this professional golfer to his country to learn more about him and to play golf with him. They had such a good time that the king wanted to give this golfer a gift. Being the nice guy that the golfer was, he refused the gift because it was an honor just to go to the king's country and play golf with him. The king, however, insisted. So the golfer said, okay, I do collect golf clubs, so a golf club would be nice. The king agreed and the golfer went back home to the United States. The golfer couldn't help but to think about this golf club and what it was going to look like. Was it going to be made out of gold with like intricate details? Was it going to be studded with jewels? A couple of weeks went by without any sign of this gift. When one day he was checking his mail, he noticed an envelope that was from the king. Confused, he opened up the envelope and found a deed to a 500-acre golf club. The king didn't give him the kind of golf club that he could add to his collection. He gave the golfer an entire golf course. So ladies, I want to say the same thing to you that my pastor said to me. Think like a king because big dreams and small dreams cost you the same, your life. Ephesians 3, 16 through 20 tells us the same thing. It says, and this is Paul speaking, I pray that from God's glorious unlimited resources, that he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So when this world tells you not to get your hopes up, I want to encourage you to do the exact opposite. Get your hopes up as high as they can go. God wants to use you to do big things for his kingdom. Now, for those of you who struggle with feeling like you don't have a purpose or that you're a mistake or that you have no idea why God created you, I want you to know specifically that God does not make mistakes. He made you on purpose 
with a purpose and for a purpose. You being here on this earth during this time that you are here is proof that God saw a problem that only you could solve. So he created you to solve it. Jeremiah 1.5 says that God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. He knew every little detail about you. He created every little detail about you. Then it goes on to say, before you were born, he set you apart for a purpose. Now, Jeremiah's purpose was to be a prophet to the nations, but God has a specific purpose just for you. Jeremiah 29.11 says that God knows the plans that he has for you, plans of good and not evil, plans to give you a future and a hope. That word plan is the same word used for blueprint. God created a blueprint for you and your life, just like an architect would create a blueprint for every single detail that goes into building a house. And then God says that that blueprint for your life is for good, not for evil. That word good means that his plans are plans of peace, prosperity, safety, joy, and they are ready for you when you walk out his plan for your life. When it says that he's going to give you a future and a hope, it means a confident expectation of good. You can expect good things to happen. Just like we talked about in last week's podcast episode, Are My Prayers Even Working?, Which, by the way, if you have not yet listened to that episode, go back and listen to it because I know that it will bless you. But just like we talked about last week, God is up to something good. He wants to do big things in your life. Ladies, you can and should dream big. But you might be thinking, but Coach Jamie, do I just dream anything I want? If I dream big, does that mean I will automatically dream God's plan and purpose for my life? Great question. And no, it doesn't. Many are the plans in a man's mind, but it's God's plan that will stand. We can plan and dream all we want, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's God's plan and his dream. So how do we discover what his plan, his dream, his purpose is for our life? Well, Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Those desires are his plan and purpose. And it's something that's going to bring you so much joy. That word delight means to make your heart soft towards God. If we have a hard heart towards God, we're basically saying, God, I don't want you. I don't need you. So to make your heart soft towards God is to say, God, I want you and everything that you have. It means to put him first, not because you have to, not because you're supposed to, not because somebody told you to, but because you want to, because you get to. It is an honor that the creator of the universe would want to have a relationship with us. I mean, think about that. The creator of the universe, the God of the heavens and the earth, he wants to have a relationship with us. I don't know about you, but that blows my mind. So how we put God first is by spending time with him, spend time in praise and worship with him. And this can be singing praise songs, but it's also taking time to spend thanking him for just how amazing that he is and how much he loves us. We also put him first by spending time in the Bible. Again, not because we have to, but because we want to learn. We want to grow. We put him first by spending time with him in prayer. Again, not because we have to, but because we can't wait to connect with our heavenly father, to tell him about our day, to bring people who are needing him before him and thanking him for what he's doing in their lives and what he's doing in your life. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, be sure to do so because it talks all about how you can pray with confidence and see your prayers get answered. 
So as you put God first in your life and you delight in him, his desires are going to begin to rise up on the inside of you. This exact thing happened to me. Before I gave my life to Jesus, I was a mess. I was completely broken. I didn't think that there was anything special about me. I hated everything about myself. I mean, even the people who were supposed to love me couldn't stand me. However, at the age of 17, in my darkest moments, when I was the most broken, a friend of mine invited me to church, and it was at that church service that I learned about a man, Jesus, who loved me so much that he willingly was brutally beaten, mocked, and then put on a very cruel cross so that he could have a relationship with us. He willingly did this for people who hated him. That love was so overwhelming to me, I couldn't help but say yes to Jesus and make him the Lord of my life. My way wasn't working. I had tried it. So I turned to God and now I was choosing to go his way. After giving my life to Jesus, I wanted to know everything that I could know about God. So I got into my Bible and I read my Bible every day. Did I always know what I was reading? No. Do I still always know what I'm reading? No. (laughs) But I still get into the Bible and I still read it. I was learning. I was growing, not because someone told me I had to, but because I wanted to. Then the summer after my high school graduation, at the age of 18, I found out that there was a Christian camp that was near where I lived and also near to where I was going to college that needed a camp cook. At that point in my life, and even still today, I was ready and willing to do anything I could to make a difference for Jesus. And so I said, yes. One night after dinner, I was walking around the camp and I saw a group of girls sitting under a tree. And if you know anything about my past, you know that I was a very shy person. So when I say what I did next, know that it was definitely God who gave me the courage to do this. So I saw this group of girls and I went over to them to say hi. Since I was only 18 and this was the high school week of camp, I was about the same age as the girls that were at this camp. And so I began to ask them some questions to get to know them. And I found out that they were from a group foster home. Since I could relate to them because of the life that I grew up in, my family, just to say the least, was a mess. We were highly, highly, highly dysfunctional. And so I could relate to these girls. So I began to share with these girls about Jesus and what he had done in my life and how I had so much hope now. I watched as hope lit up the eyes of these girls and they began to ask, wait, you mean that there's actually hope for me? After I was done talking to those girls, I walked away and God spoke to my heart so strongly. And this wasn't with like words, like where I could hear him audibly. This was like in my heart. I knew without a shadow of a doubt that God was speaking to me. And he said, this is what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. This was the night that my desires, my dreams, my purpose came alive. And it all started because I began to delight myself in the Lord. And he gave me the desires of my heart. Did I have a clue that I was going to be working with teens? No, (laughs) no clue. But God did. And he knew that that was the place where I was going to have the most joy. And I will tell you, I would not ever change what I'm doing today. I absolutely love getting to serve and getting to make a difference in the lives of teens today. But now that I had a vision, I had a sense of direction. It was like an anchor for my life. Every decision that I needed to make from that point on needed to be in alignment with what God said I was going to be doing. And because I didn't let go of that vision, it acted as a guide for me. After that summer, I went off to college and all of my big decisions from that point on 
have come back to that. Now have I always stuck to that vision? No, I haven't. When I was in college, I started out doing great. I started out my freshman year as a double music major. I wanted to be a music teacher and I was super excited about it so I could work with teens. That was not what God had for me. (laughs) So I switched gears and started studying psychology and I wanted to be a family therapist or counselor. That wasn't what God had for me either. So shortly afterward, I moved to Tennessee because God was doing something new in my life. And after finding our church, I immediately got plugged in to our youth ministry, knowing this is where I needed to be in order to reach teens. I knew it wasn't all that he had for me, but I knew that this was a start. And I have faithfully been serving in that youth ministry now for 20 years, and I have no desire to leave. I absolutely love getting to make a difference in the lives of teens. But on my journey to where I am today with Uncommon Teen, I had the opportunity to become a health coach because I am obsessed with health and nutrition. And I thought I could use this to serve teen girls. See, always coming back to that vision, right? Well, fast forward a couple years later, and I had the opportunity to become a mentor for moms. And you might be thinking, well, what does that have to do with teen girls? Exactly. That was not a place where God had called me to be. And I knew it the whole time I was doing it, that I was not supposed to be here. I knew that it had sidetracked me from what my real purpose and plan was. And so after doing this for a couple of years, I walked away and really had to get with God at that point and say, God, I need to do what it is that you have called me to do. And that is where Uncommon Teen was birthed out of. My vision worked as a guide in my life. It showed me where I was supposed to be and where I was not supposed to be and what I was supposed to do and what I was not supposed to do. And just a side note, ladies, if you're finding that you are living for the moment, you're living for yourself, you're doing things that you want to do, but you don't really have a real plan and purpose. You don't really have a vision for your life yet. It just means you haven't discovered it yet. Or if you have, you set it down and walked away. What I encourage you to do is to begin to delight yourself in the Lord and watch how that vision begins to unfold like it did for me. And now this is for everybody. When you do get that vision, when God shows you what it is that you're going to be doing, even if it's not like the full picture of what you're doing, just like when I was 18, God said, you're going to be working with teens. I didn't know what that looked like. I just knew that I had to do something that would reach teens for Jesus. That's all I knew. Even if you don't know the full scope of what your vision is, Make sure you're hanging around the right people, or you can and will lose your vision. And when I say right people, I mean people who love God and who are supporting you in your vision, because there are going to be people out there who don't like your vision. There are going to be people out there who are going to try to stop you from fulfilling your vision. Don't let them. At the beginning, you're going to have to stand up and stand strong for it. And I also want to encourage you, don't let yourself hold you back from stepping into your purpose and your vision. This is what happened to me. I knew for three years before I started the Uncommon Team podcast that I was supposed to start the Uncommon Team podcast. But I kept telling myself reasons why I could not start the podcast. And it wasn't until I started it that God began to reveal so much to me and he has taken Uncommon Team to a whole new level, to a level I never even thought was possible. And he still has more. You better believe that I'm dreaming big. So make sure you're hanging around the right people. Make sure you're standing up and standing strong for your vision. Ladies, walking out your dream and your purpose, they're also going to take discipline. I know, I know, we don't like that word discipline, 
But I'm telling you, it's going to take discipline and that's not a bad thing. It's not going to be easy to walk out your purpose and your plan, but it's going to be totally worth it. In order to keep yourself on the path of your God-given purpose, you are going to have to ask yourself, what do I want now versus what do I want more? Do I want to have fun? Do I want to do my own thing? Or do I want to really walk out my God-given purpose and calling? Do I want to, even as a teenager, make a difference in the lives of those around me? Do I want to actually take time to read my Bible in the morning? Or would I rather just pick up my phone and scroll on social media? You know, our emotions, our flesh is going to gravitate toward our phones, toward social media, toward video games, whatever it is that distracts you. It's going to gravitate towards that. And you have to tell yourself, no, I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to do it because I want this more. I want to make a difference in the lives of people. I want to fulfill my God-given calling. Ladies, I will tell you, walking out my God-given calling today, I do not want to do anything else with my life. I am in the place of that joy, that peace, that prosperity that God was talking about when he said in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he has good plans for your life. That is what I'm walking out today. And you can too. It's so worth it to delight yourself in the Lord. It's so worth it to spend your days with God. It's so worth it. This year, we're doing a challenge with Uncommon Teen. And my challenge for you is get into the Bible at least five minutes every morning. Now, if you're just finding this podcast and you're just learning about this challenge, start today. If you've been listening to this podcast and you knew about the challenge, but you've totally failed, start today. If you miss a day, start the next day. Don't let perfection hold you back. God has a plan for your life and it is so amazing. You want to walk this out. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. Now, if you're listening to this episode and maybe you're in that place like where I was, where I was completely broken, I felt like there was no reason for me to be here. I felt like I was a mistake. If you are in that place where you feel that same way, I want you to know that you're not a mistake. And I want to encourage you, if you don't know Jesus, reach out to me, go to uncommonteen.com, click on that yellow chat button at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, and let me know that you don't have a relationship with Jesus, but you want to know what it means to walk in a relationship with Jesus. You have tried doing things your way, and it's not working, and now you're ready to go God's way. Let me know. I would love to walk you through the process of what that looks like so that you too can walk in that same freedom that I am walking in today. Ladies, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, just a couple of announcements. Don't forget that AMA tab is now on the Uncommon Teen website. So go on over to uncommonteen.com. Click on that red tab at the top of the screen that says, ask me anything and ask me your questions there. Those ask me anything questions. Those are the questions I use for future podcast episodes. If you have a question that is more sensitive in nature, then I want you to click on that yellow chat button at the bottom right hand corner of the screen. You can ask those more sensitive questions there. Ladies, I am just so proud of you. I'm so thankful I love when you share your stories with me of what God is doing in your life. It is such an honor. It is such a privilege to get to walk this journey with you. And ladies, the last announcement, 
Don't forget to check out the new God is up to something good tease that we now have on our Uncommon Teen website. So go to uncommonteen.com, click on the tab that says shop, and you can check out all of our merchandise there. Have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommon Teen Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommon Teen Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommon Teen Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. <laughs> so stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.